from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Back at it here at Training Camp 2014 for the New Orleans Saints. And as we come to you again today from the Greenbrier, we saw the weather change a little bit today. And so we'll talk about that in a moment. With John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly. We've got a great show for you to kick off the new week. Um, you're going to hear from assistant head coach Joe Vitt today, which is always an entertaining visit. And then uh, finally got a chance to talk to Champ Bailey, who's a surefire Hall of Famer down the road. Uh, he'll be on the show today, and we'll talk a little NBA, too, with one of the newest Pelicans, Patrick Young. But first things first, um, welcome to day four, J.D. Uh, a little different out there on the field for the uh, for the guys this morning. Yeah, got a little bit nippy out there, uh, downright jacket weather here in the Greenbrier. So, you know, we are not accustomed to that in July or August or September or November, <laughs> hardly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a nice change of weather. A little bit cool for me, but it was pretty nice. Yeah, temperatures were in the low 60s, and the wind was probably 15 to 25 consistently during practice today. Uh, sun here and there, but uh, certainly a different feel to say the least. You know, um, we saw them in pads for the second consecutive day as they went to full pads Sunday, which we didn't have black and blue report, obviously. But based on what you saw today and what you heard from Coach and others after practice, what do you, what do you want to take away from this, the fourth uh, morning workout of training camp? Well, one, this one uh, really belonged to the defense today. I thought the secondary especially shined. Um, maybe not so much yesterday on Sunday. But today, uh, and during the uh, pass drills, really seemed like it went to the secondary. But Coach Payton said, you know, hey, this is training camp. You have these ebbs and flows. You're going to have one unit uh, be better, a little bit better than the other from time to time. And they'll make adjustments, and they'll swing back and forth. And especially with an offense like this one, you know, they're going to win their share of battles. Um, but for the most part, you like to see the enthusiasm. You like to see these guys getting after it with the pads on um, I'm really, really pretty fond of watching the one-on-one -on -one pass drills, and especially Teron Armstead and Junior Gallette. I'm kind of paying attention to because I just want to kind of gauge Teron Armstead's progress, and he seems to be really settling in nicely at left tackle. You figure Junior Gallette's one of those guys who's a speed rusher, and he's able to to stay in front, really, really athletic, has great feet now. You know, you're going to run up on a combination of guys who have the speed and the power. So, you know, that's going to be a challenge for Mr. Armstrong. But, you know, so far he looks really good in training camp. You mentioned the secondary. Keenan Lewis looked really good today. He had a couple of pass breakups earlier in that session. There was a young player, though, that you kind of had your eye on a little bit today too, wasn't there? Yeah, um, Pierre Warren, a guy who basically has come out of nowhere for this team. And he's a guy who, you know, if he makes this team, is going to be as a special teamer. But, you know, any way you can turn ahead, you, you do. He's got a couple of interceptions here in training camp. Uh, one off a tip pass today, but, you know, he's shown a nose for the ball and then ball skills once the ball is in his area to come down with it. And all those things are things that, you know, put you on the radar, and, and that's what you want to do. You want to get noticed, 
you make a play on special teams and all of a sudden you're part of the 53 as opposed to being a, a guy on the on the practice squad or a guy who's on the street looking for another team. Yeah, I made the mistake of asking coach if there was if there was a point where there was a grind on these guys and maybe I probably asked that question maybe a week too early, but he said by no means no. We're only in the pads for the second day. He felt today, John, that their tempo was just fine. And uh, he, seemed, he seemed pleased, but at the same time, as Coach always does, he cautions that there are still plenty of things they can coach up on. Well, he's going to find uh, whatever it is, minutia, that there is to improve on. He's never going to be satisfied, and that's one of the things that makes him who he is. So, yeah, they had great tempo, had nice tempo, great weather. So, you know, again, the players have mentioned several times the weather is not going to be a factor in terms of, the, you know, the body deterioration and having to rebuild it before you go back out for the second day, for the second practice of the day. So, you know, you're going to have some fresh legs and you're going to have some guys who are really, really looking to get after it. All right, so that's a little bit of from practice this morning. Hey, again, here's how the show lines up today, gang. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, Joe Vitt, assistant head coach. Then we're going to hear from Champ Bailey, and then we'll have some basketball too, and you'll start to get to know Patrick Young, a power forward out of Florida, a little more. And then J.D. and I will kind of put a wrap on the podcast here for Saints and Pelicans fans for this Monday at that point. All right, so don't go anywhere. When we come back, a very, as always, entertaining visit with Joe Vitt. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Pleased to have assistant head coach Joe Vitt with us here on this Monday. You're a man of many amazing stories, Joe. I bet seeing as we're here in West Virginia, I'd ask if you've got a good Jerry West story from your background. Listen, Jerry West now, I thought, was one of, one of the greatest guards that ever played in the NBA. And people don't understand about Jerry West. The only thing he could do is go to his right. The whole world knew he could only go to his right. He had no crossover. He might as well cut his left arm off and still become a, pro, a prolific shooter and a Hall of Famer. Of course, the NBA logo was him. Um, what a great player. I knew you'd have something for me on that front. Um, you know, back into camp for you, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking back over your career earlier today and thinking back to when you started in the NFL in the late 70s, and here you are now. How much different is camp to you now as opposed to early on, whether it be the style of camp or just the way you feel about camp? Well, listen, man, you got to go back to 1979 when I started. You can go back to 2006 when we started here. You're, you're living in dorms. It's hot, it's two-a-days, training camp is six weeks long, uh, it's a battle. I mean, now it's one-a-days, we're staying in a luxury hotel. I mean, we got players that really get mad now if the breath mints aren't right on their pillows and they don't have cucumbers to put on their eyes at night. I mean, so it's a lot different. We got chefs running around cooking specialized meals, so it's different. 
but the core beliefs of a player can't change, and uh, and that's what we try to do most around here. How does it change the way you coach? Does it at all? No. That seems that seems hard when you have two almost different formats that you're talking about. No, the core beliefs remain the same. And if, you, if they don't remain the same, this game's not going to change now. We still have helmets, 11 players, field dimensions are the same. It's a 60-minute game. All those things are the same. What's happened is there's a lot more advertisement. There's a lot more eyes on us. It's the most popular game in the world now because it ain't world soccer. It's the most popular game in the world now. All these things, luxury hotels, agents, Mercedes, limos, bada-bing, bada-bang, bada-boom. But on Sunday, when you cross the white lines, it's still played the same way. You have to physically reduce your opponent's will to compete. You have to be smart. You have to limit your mistakes. You can't turn the ball over. You've got to win the turnover battle, all those things. And when you're in training camp, physical conditioning precedes mental toughness, and mental toughness precedes discipline, and all three are necessary to win. And if those core beliefs get away from you, well, then you, make, you might as well go coach in the world league, the soccer league, whatever they call it. <laughs> David Hawthorne said the other day that he loves the depth at the linebacker group, and as a result, there's a lot of pushing along from one to another. Would you agree with that assessment right now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, listen, we've got good players uh, right now. Hey, listen, today's the first day we're in pads, and it's a real practice, so we've got a lot of work to do. Um, I think this depth is going to be defined with the contact in camp and these preseason games coming up, and we'll see how it sorts out. But, yeah. The addition, or I guess re-addition, of Victor Butler – how has that impacted that group, and, and how do you see him in that long, long process of coming back? Well, the best thing Vic does is rush the passer. So early in his training camp right here, we had him at the Sam linebacker. He did a real good job. Uh, we flipped him back over to the jack, which is the linebacker that's going to line to the open side away from the tight end and attack a two-man surface, and that's what he does best. Uh, he's healthy. He's worked hard this offseason to overcome his injury. Uh, he's a very willing player, uh, wants to be a good player. So, again, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know how this is going to sort out. He's got to play well in the preseason. He's got to play well in training camp. We'll see what goes on. Joe, I think a lot of fans have heard the middle linebacker, and in this case, I guess, number 50 with Mr. Lofton there, described as the quarterback of the defense. Can you really kind of help them understand what that's all about? I think they know the term, but I'm not so sure they know what, what the job is. Well, I think just like the guy whose who's, who's place he took, um, Jonathan Vilma, Jonathan Vilma and Curtis Lofton are just important to our defense as, as Drew Brees is the offense. I mean, they're going to hear the defense out of his lips. He's going to set the front and get people lined up before the ball is snapped. He's got to recognize the formation and get us out of a bad defense. And then when the ball is snapped, he's got to execute. So he's got a lot on his plate. And, uh, and listen, this is not a perfect game played by perfect people. Not all seems easy to do. But all these no huddles and fast offenses and personnel changes in and out, it's a challenge, and, uh, man, he's done a great job so far, as the JV before him, and uh, we've been blessed to have those two guys. That space you're talking about, does that make for better player movement, freedom of movement, I guess, or does it make for a more difficult challenge? What do you, I mean, I don't – Coach Payton even said yesterday that the game has changed as much with regard to how offenses are lining up, right. taking up more space, and obviously that must have an impact on how you all have to line up. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think the number one thing that we have to understand right now is this game is always going to evolve and really you have to take away the plays that each team does best before you ever have a chance of winning. So each week takes on a life of its own. And so as these offenses evolve and you take up the whole field, uh, you got to be able to cover down and make sure matchups are critical. And that's why the middle linebackers got to see mismatches, formation recognitions, shifts, motions, and make the adjustments off of those things. So it's a challenge. It's a chess match. But uh, at the end of the day, the team that's the most physical, who breaks their, their opponent's will to compete, who tackles the best, who executes the best, is going to win.
Joe, I know I can always come to you for wisdom and perspective. There is an obnoxious amount of noise right now with regard to what this football team can be, whether it be nationally or even locally with our own fan base. I know there's noise when things aren't going well that you have to manage. How best can you advise your guys to manage this kind of noise? Well, let me tell you something. I don't know what the noise is because I don't read the noise. Um, I've said this a million times. We all learned to write in second grade, but most of us go into something else. So I don't listen to read the experts and what they have to say. The only thing we're focused on right here in training camp is becoming a better football team every day. And the only people that we have to worry about right now and, and compete against are the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, you, you listen, if you can't manage expectations, our organization is going to work hard every year to get to the world championship. But you can't put the horse before the barn and all that other stuff. You got to worry. You, we got to beat the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. It's a divisional opponent. It's our opening game, and that's what we have to do. Because you can't win them all until you win the first one. Joe Vitt, thank you very much. Okay, have a great camp. Thank you. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Our coverage, of course, continues from training camp at the Greenbrier, and I've been anxious to visit with this guy. He's uh, he's had some miles in the league. Listen, is this the 16th year now, Champ Bailey? Yes, it is. How do you keep camp fresh so many years in the league? Well, I wouldn't call it fresh, but, you know, I'm, I'm definitely ready to go every year. You know, this is my job. It's what I love to do. Been playing this game since I was eight, never missed a year, and I just want to keep doing it to the best of my ability because I know you know, the end is near for me, and I got more years behind me than I have ahead of me, so just trying to make the most of it. I know Saints fans will be happy to hear me say that you are moving well. The foot must be okay, huh? Foot feels good. Yeah. You know, you know, you just got to get over the general pains of training camp, and I've been able to deal with it and go out there and have some good days of practice. Do you think our young guys know the luxury they have in having a 12-time Pro Bowler out there counseling them on the field? You know what? Uh, I'm not sure, but these guys, they – they, they're great. They're hungry. You know, they pick my brain. I actually learn things from them. You know, these guys want to be great players, and I want to do whatever I can to help them get to that point. Champ Bailey with us on the Black and Blue Report. Okay, i got to ask you an honest question here. You're competing for a starting job, so are they, but yet I know you want to bring them along. How do you balance the, um, I need to beat you out for a job, and yet I want to make you a better player? I, I don't even think like that. Uh, all I see is a young guy that wants to be great in this league, and I'm going to do whatever I can to help him. Whether it, whether it costs me my job or not. I, I know what I have to do for myself. But these guys, they got a lot to learn. And I'm still learning it myself, but they got more years ahead of them, and I want to help them be great players. Champ, what's this culture like here as compared to the ones you've been a part of in the past? Uh, you know, football is football, but one thing I like about here, you, you can see that the, the players really interact with the coaches a lot more. You know, it's, 
it's one of those things where the, the input from us is uh, taken very seriously and we have a lot of say in what we do on this field. You know, that's, it's interesting you say that because that was some of the early observations from some of the veterans last year in the first season yes. under Rob Ryan. And boy, it, it seemed to pay off for that team. Absolutely. You know, I think when you get players uh, feedback, I mean, we're the ones out there doing it. So, and you've you got guys that, you know, are very smart and knowledgeable of the game. They're going to give some good feedback. So if you're a good coach, you want to listen. And, you know, Rob is great at that. Even though he knows everything, he definitely listens to what we have to say. When the uh, ball is snapped, what still drives you? What's the most exhilarating part of this for you still? Well, I'm still com a competitive guy. I mean, I don't like to be beat whatsoever. You know, you deal with it if you have to, but I, I want to compete and I want to get that ring. Those are the two things. You know, I can't lose my competitive edge and that ring is motivating. Is, is that why you come to New Orleans? I mean, just the chance, I guess, still? Yeah, you want to have an opportunity. And I know being in this league, you got to have a pretty good quarterback, pretty good defense, and we have that here. And, you know, we just got to keep working, and hopefully we make it to that goal. You've been on the other side against Drew Brees, and now you're on the other side but on the same team. What's the difference? Well, just to get to see how he works every day. The guy's, I mean, he's a true champion from the moment he walks in that building. So, you know, I just look at the way he prepares and the way he works out and goes through practice. He doesn't take anything for granted. All right, before I let you go, because I know you got a good eye for talent, give me a guy out here who's trying to make this team that probably will in your eyes. Whether it's a receiver you've gone well, against or an, a fellow I'm defender. To, I'm trying to think of a younger guy. Uh, probably Brian Dixon, young corner, hungry. You, know, you don't hear a lot about him you know, in newspaper clippings on the website, but this guy's young and hungry and has a lot of, a lot of tools. He puts it together, man. He, he'd be special. What's one thing that you would love Saints fans to know about you that perhaps they don't? Whether it be something to do with your, your ties to the military or your background or anything else, what would it be that you'd, you'd kind of like them to latch on to? Well, I don't think people realize all three of my, well, all three of them. I have two brothers. We all played at Georgia. And all boss the for sure. Yeah, boss. Yep. And, you know, a lot, a lot of people know that. Yeah, a lot of young guys don't realize I had a brother in the league. So, you know, I think it's been a while since he's been in, five years now. So people don't realize it, but we have a football family, and a lot of people don't know that. Pleasure to meet you. Good luck this season. Thank you. Appreciate yep. it. Champ Bailey with us on the Black and Blue Report. More right after this. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion. It's a tradition, and Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. We're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's turn our attention here to the blue side of the black and blue report. Of course, blue for the Pelicans, and so we'll talk a little NBA. And I've been 
anxiously awaiting the chance to talk to this young man. Patrick Young joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. He just signed a two-year contract with the New Orleans Pelicans. The undrafted uh, uh, big man from Florida is uh, off of uh, coming off of a pretty strong summer league performance. And I'm sure, Patrick, you're looking forward to October already, aren't you? Well, yeah, for sure. But uh, I'm just really wanting to come into training camp, start off on the right foot, let the coaches see that I've been working really hard and I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. But I really, yeah, of course, I can't wait to step on the court. Hopefully, uh, you know, I can get some time this year. But you now, if not, I'm going to keep working hard to, to get on the court. Six foot ten, two hundred forty-seven pounds. You're built like a tight end. Uh, I'm sitting out here at Saints training camp, and I'm I'm trying to picture you perhaps in shoulder pads and a helmet. What? Why? How did you uh, take that body to basketball and not football, Patrick? Well, I never played football. Um, first off, and you know, God just blessed me just to have this body and uh, been able to, you know, have a love for the sport of basketball with my height, uh, my talent. Uh, it was always just something that uh, I was naturally gifted at. And uh, my dad played football and stuff, but I guess because of uh, the injuries and shoulder separation and the hip injuries he's had and concussions that he never wanted me to experience any of that. So he just kept me in basketball and baseball growing up. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, that makes total sense. Patrick, I'll be honest with you. Coming out of Florida, I was pretty stunned that you went undrafted. Did that did that motivate you and your process to try and find a summer league spot? No, not necessarily. I just think it's just it's pretty crazy how LeBron James had the whole NBA, you know, in his hands just because of him deciding what uh, of his decision. Because uh, every team was trying to make space to try and get out, get after uh, the best player in, in basketball, and you can't blame them for that. And uh, with that. It made all those uh, those stash away players. It hurt a lot of American players, such as myself. But you know, I trusted in my agent, and uh, within less than twelve hours after the draft, I had I had a job. When you when you look back at the the pre summer league workouts in New Orleans, and then your time with the Pelicans in the summer league, what what do you when you look back on it, what stands out the most to you, Patrick? I didn't even have a workout with the Pelicans before before the draft. Uh, no, the I meant game. I meant your workouts. You know, as a part of like the the pre summer league camp, I guess you okay. will. Oh, like the training training camp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we went well. It was just different learning a new offense, and new concepts, and terminology. But you know, you whatever whatever new system you're in, something that's always going to translate is a guy that can come in and play hard, hustle, and number one, be coachable. So I just came in with that mindset just to, to listen to what they're telling me and just do it as hard as I can, as long as I can. And, you know, I was able to grab 13 boards in my, my first night and, you know, turn some, some shoulders, some heads, and uh, really uh, think the guys, the coaches were impressed with what I did out there. When you talk about the coaches being impressed with you, you did, uh, obvious, for obvious reasons, have there been conversations, Patrick, about what they would like you to be for this team as far as a role goes? Not necessarily, but I'm sure it's going to be along the lines of defending and rebounding, which I have no problem with at all, and bringing energy. Because, I mean, you got, we have one of the – I think we have possibly the best backcourt in the NBA right now. And we have a aspiring power forward that's going to be – definitely going to be an all-star. You know, God willing, you stay healthy next year. So we got enough offense for sure, but you, know, you can always use more defense and more rebounding. So if I can – provide those hopefully that can keep me on the court tell me more about yourself i was interested when you said that your dad played football 
I know you're from Jacksonville, Florida, but I'm sure there's a lot more to this. Um, I don't know. I think I'm a pretty simple guy. I think I just uh, I'm passionate about what I do. I love people. I love uh, getting to know and meet people. I love uh, experiencing new things. I'm really excited because I've never really uh, seen the city of New Orleans like uh, like living there. I mean, I've been there for SEC tournament, but I've never really been there just to experience it. And I'm really excited for the the chance to meet new people, taste some good food. Everyone's been telling me about the good food down there. So, you know, I'm just really excited for everything. And uh, hopefully the fans can embrace me and get to know me. What are you working on right now? I know that we're a little ways away from the team kind of getting back together maybe in September. What are you working on now that, that should help you come training camp time? Conditioning. Uh, number one, I've been doing these uh, pool workouts that I found on the Internet that uh, Blake Griffin – does every summer and man they've been kicking my butt i've also been uh in the court and in the weight room in the weight room about three times a week and on the court about five or six times a week man you you are going to be in great shape if you keep that up huh <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i'm in a good place where I, i'm not really distracted and i can focus on what what i need to do every every single day patrick young with us here on the black and blue report patrick you know we talked earlier in the interview about your particulars at 6'10 and, and weight and all that, you know, one of the things that a lot of folks who observed you at practice and in the summer league talked about that you really looked apart. You look, you know, you, your physical stature seems to stand out from others. Um, is that something that you've always naturally had or did that build up at, at some point in your, in your upbringing? Well, I think for sure, uh, the, my just, uh, growing up as a kid, I was always pretty strong and, uh, pretty much one of the fittest of them all, so it was, it's been kind of natural. But for the most part, at, at Florida, they did a great job just helping me fine-tune my body and helping me understand what it takes to be a pro and, and to last on the next level. Just making sure that you're in top-tier shape. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you've if you got a gift like what I have of being able to outman people and and uh, just overpower a lot, but, of course, within the rules of the game, the confines of the game, then, uh, you know, you take advantage of that. So I've just been working working uh, on my body, and it's paid off, that's for sure. Some analyst, and I can't remember who it was, compared you to uh, fellow SEC alum Brandon Bass. Is that, a, is that a fair comparison? I like that comparison, but I can't shoot it as well as he can <laughs> right now. Hopefully, hopefully I can get there one day, but – I guess if you're just looking at our bodies, that's a, that's a good comparison. I'm a, I think I'm a little more leaner than he is, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I think because I, I saw Brandon as a rookie myself, I bet you are a little bit more lean. Uh, it'll be hard to stay lean with all that food in New Orleans, uh, Patrick. What What's going to be your downfall with that food? What do you like? Well, uh, I try to stay away from the fried stuff. I know it's going to be hard in New Orleans. I think I'll, I'll do a good job. I'm pretty disciplined on what I eat. So I'm not too worried we're about excited. that. Yep, we're excited to get you into camp, and I appreciate the visit, getting to know you a little bit better today, Patrick. Thank you for having me, Sean. I really appreciate it. No problem. Have a great rest of your summer, and I'll see you very soon. Yes, sir. See you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Patrick Young with us here on the Black and Blue Report. It'll be very, uh, it'll be very lively, I think, in the low post when Young arrives, and that's a player certainly you're going to want to watch when we finally get around to the preseason come October. Speaking of the NBA season, I thought we may see some glimpses of the NBA schedule at this point. Here we are almost to August, 
but the uh, latest word out of the NBA League office is that it may be later rather than sooner. So we'll see. We'll keep you posted on that, too, as well. All right, we've got a couple more things to talk about today on the Black and Blue Report. We'll wrap up our coverage from Greenbrier as J.D. rejoins me after this timeout. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. All right, Sean and John, back to wrap things up here on this Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Um, first, the schedule for the rest of the day, which seems to be the norm right now. Yeah, they're going to go down to the lower field for practice uh, this afternoon. Um, and then I'll, I would imagine probably come back up to the upper fields uh, tomorrow morning as they you know, rotate around and, and use both fields. Guest lineup tomorrow. As it stands right now, Nick Toon for sure who's having a great start to his training camp. Looks like we're going to hear from Bill Polian tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. And uh, we'll also hear from defensive line coach Bill Johnson tomorrow uh, from the Greenbrier on Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to that show as well, and we hope that you enjoyed this one here today. Don't forget we call this No Appointment Radio. Help us spread the word. This is the perfect companion to uh, your workout, perhaps, or the drive home, however may you, you may uh, digest the program. You may get that, of course, at the, uh, the apps uh, for both the Saints and the Pelicans on your desktop anytime as well at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com and free to you on iTunes. Anything else before we wrap up this, uh, this edition, J.D.? No, that's pretty much got it for me. Um, you know, got to go find some long pants, I guess, before we go to the afternoon practice. But other than that, pretty good. All right, sounds good. Um, we might have a trivia story for you on the Black and Blue Report later this week and how it pertained to a question asked to the head coach today. We'll share that with you a little bit later. Anyway, for Daniel Salerson and for J.D., I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll see you right back here from the Greenbrier tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.